Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, a guest-guided mapping expedition to the borders of human creativity. I'm John, and this is my fault. I'm Kelly, and none of this is my fault. <laughs> I... <laughs> Uh, that I, I, I will never get over how good that intro is. That's that's just that's the best. That's the best. Uh, welcome back once again, Kelly, to the Thank guest you. hosting chair. Thank I you very am much. So pleased. So it's pleased. Such a comfy chair. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I. Uh, how are you doing? What's new? What's 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 happening? The things are good. It was like I went couch shopping this Whoa. weekend, like a grown up. Oh. Which is I haven't had a couch in six years because I live in San Francisco. Yeah. And you've know, been living in a tiny studio, so true. So I'm very excited. I'm gonna did, buy a couch. Did you? Yeah. Did you find one? I found I found the place that I want to get it from, but then the like you have to think about leg height and cushion depth and cushion width and. I, it was a whole thing. It was a so, whole thing. So this wasn't just an Ikea trip? This was like... No, I went down a rabbit hole. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't... I still don't know. But I have ideas now, which I didn't have before. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. So it's going to be fancy, man. Excellent. Yeah. Well, that's... Shit. That sounds awesome. It was. <laughs> I, <I'm, laughs> um, I had a thing happen where the um, the smoke alarms in oh. in my room, me and Mavis's room, and the one in Quentin's room went off. Oh, like I think good they're times. like they're connected somehow. Like they're networked. I don't know what the oh, fuck maybe, is going yeah. on, but they are ear piercing, oh, and so yeah. like and they're the kind where it's like they're they're, they're, they're wired into the power. Oh. So like you have to like unplug that plug and then rip out the battery backup to yeah. kill them. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I I don't think there's any way I escaped without hearing damage. Like I'm there, yeah, I no. something must have happened, right? It's, yeah, that's bad trouble. And that, that's not the first time that's happened, by the way. Where like they'll just go off for no reason, and so like it, it happened at like four in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. So then you just kind of have to stare at the ceiling, you know, like what's because then you you know like you get them killed and it's all right, fine, and you put them back, you know, eventually. But then like you spend the next night being like. Just eyeing them yeah. suspiciously, and it's like, am I gonna go back to? Am I gonna go? To, am I gonna be woken up by you? Like I, you know, I had earplugs, like, to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like, what the fuck else are you gonna do? Like, it's I. I think it's the worst possible betrayal. It's it's bad. Right. It's a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a bird in this neighborhood because I just moved to Oakland, and there's a bird that sounds exactly like when the battery and the smoke alarm dies. <laughs> They moved over here and it's warm here. There's sunshine, which is amazing. But um, I was like sleeping with my window open and, you know, just keep hearing this like, chirp. (laughs) (laughs) I'm used to it now, but it took me a second. Incredible. I think perhaps at this time we introduced our guest for this episode. I think it is. Our fantastic friend, Emily. Yay. Hello. Emily, what's new? Um, well, it's it's incredibly awesome to be here today. Um, I am actually, this is like my, my last full day in Oakland. And in yes. fact, my last full day in the Bay Area. Yes. Um, it's... 
It's interesting because it's very, like, appropriate that I'm here doing a random hipster podcast (laughs) (laughs) on my last day in the the Bay Area because um, I I actually moved to the Bay Area from New York City. And in the last week, possibly within the last couple of days living in New York City, the big last thing that I did was I sang with a choir. I'm a singer. Um, We sang uh, the Beethoven's Ninth in uh, St. John the Divine with the uh, Brooklyn Philharmonic. So that was like my very super New York-y thing to like send myself off with. <laughs> and I feel like it's the perfect like kiss goodbye, obviously just mm-hmm. temporarily, for the Bay Area to, uh, to join you on this yes. podcast today. <laughs> we will see you again. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Absolutely. But I'm glad you squeezed me in today. As do I. As am I. Because, all right, well, so for those of you who are listening to the show and don't know what's going on, here's the deal. Uh, I've been coming up with ideas for a decade, and there's just too many. There's too many. They're all in a big spreadsheet, and it's time to give them away right now. Kelly's here, Emily's here, uh, and we're just going to do this. Uh, if you hear an idea you like, however, it's yours to run with. I just want credit. I want cut. <laughs> I just want to see it happen. <laughs> Outstanding. Outstanding. Emily, what is the first thing you have found? Oh, man. There were so many things, first of all. Then for, for everybody who's listening, like this list is nearly a thousand things long, just so that you're aware. Um, and this isn't the first thing that I found. This is actually the last thing that I found that I put, I decided would be the thing that I stopped mm. with, mm. Um, which is the branded gloves for wing restaurants. Mm hmm. Because I love eating wings (laughs) and in fact love eating food with my hands. I I went to India twice um, in the last three years and they eat a lot of food with their hands, Mm. especially um, uh, just the local food and it's phenomenal. But then your hands are all sticky and you Mm. smell like whatever food it is. In India, they give you a tiny bowl to like rinse your hands off in, which is lovely. They don't do that here most of the time. (laughs) And so you're like at a bar contemplating getting something fiery and sticky and delicious. Yes. But you don't really want to ruin your manicure. And you're going to get, you know, wings under your fingernails. Uh, The the sauce, yeah, yeah, wing sauce especially. (laughs) It gets into those crevices around the nail. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're doing it right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, because how else are you going to cauterize your hangnails? It's true. Yeah. <laughs> or burn them. Yeah. Burn them with the ginger sauce. <laughs> yeah. So for the past, uh, I mean, I don't know how long I've been doing this. I've been doing this for a long time. I'm like, I, I've, you know, you go to Costco, you get yourself a box of those nitrile exam gloves. And mm-hmm. I mean, I use them uh, for handling raw meat when I'm cooking, um, but also for when I'm eating wings. Because the sauce doesn't, like, it, you know... It's great. <laughs> You're the coolest guy in the bar. <laughs> well, uh, when I'm eating wings at home, when I'm sure. you know, out Oh, that's actually another use for these nitrile gloves. I keep several pairs in the glove compartment because, you know, like when I'm like putting more air in the tires, right? Mm-hmm. Or like doing anything under the hood, like at a gas station or whatever, the fucking muck gets all over. No, just put the gloves on. Just put the gloves on. And then you do your shit and then you can toss them and your, your hands are clean. It's, I endorse this lifestyle. <laughs> I'm laughing because like I I work in photo archives and I digitize old film for a living and so like when I use nitrile gloves it's to like keep the filth of my hands off the very clean <laughs> thing. So 
<laughs> which is, I think, their intention for most. I mean, I mean, yeah, I think you know yeah. like. But I do also, you know, steal them and bring them home and dye my hair, you know, with the gloves. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, because nobody yeah. needs purple fingernails. Uh, well, unless you know, unless that's how unless you, you do need those. No yeah. judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing that the, for which there was much judgment. I use them for changing my baby. That's true. Well, I want them down to one glove. Oh, that's impressive, actually. Right? I feel like that's like developing dad skills. Yeah, one hand is for keeping his feet, holding his feet, and the yeah. other hand is for doing the thing I need to do. The, 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 honestly, the best thing about it is um, for spreading the diaper ointment on, mm-hmm. because then I'm not, like, because that shit is like, it is, that is tenacious. Yeah. And I've got the gloves, it doesn't matter, strip in, with the, in the diaper pail with the, it's perfect. I recognize that it is not earth friendly, and I apologize. <laughs> but uh, this is just how I ha- I've chosen to live my life. So anyway, the idea is that <laughs> Wingstop should just give you a pair, yeah, uh, with every order, and it should be branded with all the wing. You know, they should just have Wingstop logos all over it. Yeah, and I think like that that should be just something that happens. Yeah, yeah. I think that's not a bad idea. I think that that idea, you know, I would I would definitely consider wearing the gloves. If they were given to me as an option, yeah. <laughs> especially if they didn't look like maybe I was at the dentist. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Oh shit! You could get the the way the gloves could be printed to look like right. skeleton hand or you know or like, chickens. Or, yeah. Chicken is that, paws is that inappropriate? <laughs> Chicken paws are a thing. What? Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. you could have all kinds of crazy cool printing on them, like. Yeah, they don't have to be like, you know, fancy nitrile gloves. They'll just be like some kind of plastic, yeah. whatever. Yeah, Anything sure. that keeps the crap off your fingers, that's all, you know. Yeah, but yeah. like, but nitrile is like empirically the best glove. It's, it's, it's very know, because good. Because you can still get, you can still feel things through it. It's not mm-hmm. like those um, really baggy ones that you get with right. box hair dye. That are terrible. Mm-hmm. Not, mm-hmm. not to bring it back, but. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. fair. Um yeah, I mean, you could get, you know, like, <laughs> they could just sell, you know, like a, like a Marvel Iron Man, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Like, why not, right? Yeah. Just fucking, just do it. Just cross-promote the shit out of whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, like, you, could, you could get, you know, Marvel to sponsor your wing joint with their fancy gloves. That's all there I'm saying. Go. There I'm you sure go. that's a thing. Yeah. I like it. Thing. I like it. Yeah. Simple. Easy. Bad for the planet. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another uh, a single serving, if you will, idea that's mm. on here that mm-hmm. I I think is kind of almost sort of already a thing, maybe. Mm. At least it's a thing for wine and for some other things, but cocktails in juice boxes. But only if they're actually good. Yeah. Because most pre-mixed cocktails that I've had, and mm. I've had a couple, um, <laughs> are just not... They're not tasty. They they're mm. too sugary. They mm. taste like yeah, exactly. cheap alcohol. Yeah, like always nasty. If you're gonna give me a nice actual rye Manhattan mm-hmm. that's like well mixed in a mm-hmm. juice box, I will definitely drink it. <laughs> Probably in a park. It's, I mean, it's the kind of thing. I mean, like, do has anybody run chemical studies? Like, do, do does a Manhattan actually degrade? If you like seal it in, you know what I mean? Right. Because I would assume that, like, so what I'm picturing, right, is literally like a high seed juice box mm-hmm. with like the little foil circle yep. at the top yeah. that you pierce, but inside there's a cocktail. Yeah. Now here's the thing, right? Like, if you fill the remaining, like, you fill it with the, with the cocktail, but the remaining volume is instead of air, what if it's nitrogen, right? Like, sure. Don't something they, else. they do that? When, yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like that, yeah. Something, mm-hmm. right? 
Uh, I mean, like, doesn't Manhattan actually degrade over time that way? I don't know. I don't know. The only thing I know about that is if there, there's, like, a temperature thing. Like, if you get a Manhattan too cold, it becomes undelicious. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, for reasons. But, uh, <laughs> Which I'm not going to go into because I didn't understand them. <laughs> but uh, but other than that, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like I've mixed up a batch and for a party, and then like it sat yeah. in the fridge for a while because not everyone drank it, and right. it was fine. Yeah, so Definitely but I've done that. But you know, I haven't explored juice box technology right in it's, that direction. Neither have I. Yeah, but. You know, well, and I think the juice box technology has actually come a fair distance because of the tetra packs that you see. Like yeah. milk is in tetra packs, yeah. coconut milk, whatever. I don't know. Lots of milk things are in tetra packs. Tomatoes, now. I think. But there's wine in tetra packs. There's like a, a brand of wine that sells um, tetra packs of wine that you can just like. It's the peel open type, yeah. like the milk yeah. cartons are. Yeah. And so I feel like it, and I've had them also. Um, Gosh, this was probably 10 or so years ago. Um, Sophia Blanc de Blancs are little cans. They're like little tiny soda cans with a straw. Yeah. And that's um, that's a Brute Prosecco or whatever. Uh, yes. I have gotten I have gotten the, the cans of wine. Mm-hmm. Or I've like... I think I was kidding yeah, there and someone had it. Right. And I turned my nose up at it until we were like... Halfway through this long hike, and she was turned to me and she said, "Would you like a wine?" I was like, "Shit, I would." This is I amazing. Accept your wine in a can. Yeah. So, so if cocktails happen like that. I'm right. Yeah. Right. I would be very curious as to the state of cocktail decay science from like a mm-hmm. just like a you know like I would be curious if any chemical scientists have actually looked at it well, and been like, "Does it actually fucking matter how long it sits?" I'd be curious. What I wonder actually is, so so alcohol is actually very, very close chemically to sugar. Mm. And most cocktails have some mixer in it that is sugar-based. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if the addition of sugar over time, like, either compromises the, the alcohol or adjusts the, like, if... Because the alcohol has basically been been sitting there doing its thing for however long it's been sitting there doing its thing. So right. does adding the mixers then sort of restart that process? I guess I don't know. I um, I will say that it's it's just now occurred to me that I have a bunch of candy boots that I made a while ago yeah. that is, has been just sitting on a shelf, and I'd be curious to see if it tastes any different than it did before. Right. I will have to run a test or two just to find out. Right. Like I think. The only thing I'm thinking of is, like, evaporation might be a thing, but you wouldn't get that in a juice pack. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. We would, yeah, I would I love for, like, yeah, like an organic chemist or just a regular chemist to weigh in on this. Yeah. Yeah. I also wonder if, if the amount of acidity in the uh, mixers or the amount of sugar in the mixers would change the success. Because I feel like, like, margaritas... As a mixed drink that you can sort of buy ready to go, quote unquote. That's been a thing forever. Have been a thing forever. Yeah. But like, yeah, you can't, it's not like you buy a Cosmopolitan yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Indeed. So, curious. But I, but I like that idea. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then you can have, you know, some wings with him. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Oh my God. That would be... Yeah. <laughs> That would probably be like an ideal, you know, like that one at the end of that one episode of Parks and Rec when it's just Ron Swanson eating a steak with his with his whiskey, just like watching like an old war movie alone and nobody's <laughs> bothering him. Like 
For sure, wings and gloves are involved in my version of that, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's probably true for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some pile of Oreos or something to the side. Oh. There's definitely a dessert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and honestly, right now, it's probably those... Um, uh, at the time of this recording, I think they actually might have left the Safeway, so they might be, not be a thing anymore. Um, the limited edition Hostess cupcakes that are strawberry. Whoa. They're fucking great. And I'm going to tell you <laughs> that uh, they were really good, and I don't know if they sell them anymore. Hmm. Thanks I'm for that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to let you know this right now. I still have some on a shelf in my apartment because Mavis won't touch them. Yeah, that sounds good. I will. Yeah. With my mouth. <laughs> it's it's convenient to have a spouse who does not like the things that you really like. Yes. yes. It's real good. I was I was dating somebody once and we like we were in a situation where there was a box of C's candy and I wanted all the dark chocolate and he wanted all the milk chocolate, which I thought was perfect and he was like, This is never gonna work out. And I was like, You're like, What? <laughs> no, it's important. Yeah. Like, this is important. And I'm like, the fact that you think it isn't gonna work out is actually rather correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well it's it's interesting. So I um I like old people candy. Mm. So I like black licorice. I like um, butterscotch. The, I like butterscotch discs. I like Werther's Originals. I like Mr. Wafers. Yeah. 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 So like, name an old person candy. I probably love it. And my husband thinks that I'm uh, probably he thinks it's adorable or something like nice. But um, he doesn't eat any of those candies, which right. is very convenient <laughs> for me because I'm one of those people that will like have a bag of candy and snack at it for a long time. Same. Whereas he is a, the type of person that he buys his favorite candy and it is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Which I I have days like that or moments like that, but like I like to savor and and this makes it perfect that mm-hmm. my stuff will just stay there cuz he won't touch it. It's great. I have, yeah, I have, I have a very similar arrangement. Mavis doesn't eat any of the mass market bullshit that I love, so it's yeah, yeah. it's it's ideal. All right, what is next in the list of ideas? Well, conveniently, this one is also party slash food related, but right. a cup holster for parties. Ah, okay, yes. And as a woman, mm. I would recommend some kind of adjusted version of that because, mm. so this is the same thing that that often our attire specifically for parties is lacking in any kind of wasted band or pockets. Yes, true. Because true. what I was picturing was a, was a flat pack, like a, like a, like a folded cardboard thing, mm-hmm. paperboard almost that like, it would basically be like some manner of like hooks and loop. And then there's kind of like a ring that would fold out. And then like, mm-hmm. there'd be a ring. So like, basically it would hook onto your belt. And then mm-hmm. when you wanted to have your two hands free, you would just slot your drink into that loop. Right. Um, but yeah, no, that fucking, that wouldn't work at all for women. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it would, but because I mean, we do also wear pants now, because it's not... not yeah, for sure. I mean, like, it, it works for women in a non-fancy party, exactly. you know, situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I would also like to see, you know, the dress version. Exactly. You know, like, possibly some sort of, like, nice leather or yeah. something. I mean, or, or vegan leather, if, if that's there how you go. roll. But, we... Yeah. Um, there was, I mean, I want to say this was in a sharper image catalog, like a thing that's like it's like the a lanyard. lanyard that goes around <laughs> your neck. 
I've like, seen that too. Yeah. I like the like the cigarette girl tray. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But that's more like, would you like beverage? Yeah, it's exactly. Not, this is my beverage. You know, you need like a tiny, yeah, beverage, like a coaster sized cigarette girl tray. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. This the, the I'm having issues of form factor. I just I don't know I don't know what to do about. So yeah, somebody out there should really solve yeah. this because well, it's definitely a need. Yeah, yeah. We need like we need a product designer who like understands materials, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and you know structures. Yeah, but I would I would say that that the addition that I will mm. suggest yes, is that it is a uh, a gender friendly, of course, attire neutral device. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, I think that's a great idea. So something that doesn't depend on having a belt. Right. Correct. Um, so I guess it would I have mean, to. It can almost be. I mean, like, not a fanny pack, obviously, but, like, the same sort of thing where you have a, a band that goes kind of around your hips and, you know, clips on one side. Um, yeah. And maybe just has this holster that comes out, you know, at one hip. Sure. Buckles at the other hip. Sure. Motherfucker. What if, what if it was something <laughs> that just, it was like a, it was a loop that went around your wrist that then had a ring projecting from it. Like, oh right so then like uh, so then like you could just kind of like have your hands free but there would also just be something on your arm that was holding your drink for you so you could just <laughs> I like that's this idea. interesting. That's it would interesting. have to be on your watch hand, though, because yeah. otherwise you're going to dump it accidentally. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing, and I'm like, and and I just you know realize we're all sort of waving our hands around <laughs> yeah. as we're talking about this, but um, I mean, I talk with my hands. I do too. I do so too. so yeah. It, but if I'm holding food, right? Because sure. that's the main that's use case, right? right? It's when right. you've got you've got a, a, a plate of food and a utensil and a cup, and you're like, "Fucking okay. goddamn it!" But well, if you have something that holds the cup for you while you're holding the plate, then you've got the other hand for you to, you know, with the utensil. So I actually used to have a little set of these, like back when I was a grown up, and <laughs> they were like these little plates that had a slot in the side. Right. So you could put your, you could like sort of rest your wine glass in the slot. Oh. And you would like hold the glass, and the plate would be just sort of attached to it. So you could hold the plate and the glass in one hand and eat with the other hand. Yeah. And Those it was are very great. sophisticated. Yes. <laughs> Very sophisticated, and I don't have them anymore because that should I'm no just be a sophisticated. S- that should be a standard design amount. You are still sophisticated, first of all. No, second, no, that- I renounce it. <laughs> that should be a yeah. That should just be a standard. If mm, yes, <laughs> yeah. That's all yeah. I have to say about that. Yeah, so, so perhaps we've decided that it's best left off of the attire. However, I do like the idea of an attire direct one. Yeah, if it worked. Well, the, you know, the other thing that just made me realize the, the attire-based one is if it's a crowded party, mm. that drink is going on you. That's uh, true. true, yeah. Yeah. That's People will true. just bump into you. Yeah. Yeah, because they're not going to notice it. If or if like you put your minutes. drink there and you've had too many drinks, yeah. and then you go dancing. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think... I think these are all, yeah, I mean, there. like... <laughs> This is all, you know, testing phase, human error sort of stuff. But uh, I yeah. think the risk. But yeah, there's, there are the some some kind of upfront concerns. It's true. That I, have I think that the the end use case is how long do you need the drink to be there? Mm-hmm. About as long as it takes you to eat a right. plate of barbecue. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. In yeah. which case, on your plate or on your arm is probably sufficient. Yeah. 
Yeah. Solving the issue of like it flopping down is the main part, so maybe we have to dangle. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is something for somebody else to work out. Right. <laughs> Please take this idea and run with it. I just, you know. I'm now in the scene, now I'm back to the cigarette girl tray. <laughs> because you can have a plate of food of, on that and a drink. That's true. And just. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And and look good doing it. <laughs> if there was a way to make those, the main yeah. if there was a way to make a bunch of them and cheaply out of like paper, yeah. Um, I think that then you'd have a wet on your hands because you would just just you know they there would just be a spot at the end of the picnic table for one of you know for like a pile of those. Yeah. And all your guests could just take one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> Telling you. All right. What's next? So can I do can I do like a a multiverse version of the, can I combine so I've d- so when I was looking through this list I like themed a lot of these things so this Incredible. was that was my food theme yes <laughs> this is my asshole theme <laughs> like as in people not body parts um, so there's the universal asshole registry yes which oh, I yeah. am a big fan of yes. and then there is the um, Oh, that one's really good, too. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the city-to-city douchebag constant, which I just want to talk about. <laughs> and then the slightly simpler tall person pits in venue floors. Okay. Which isn't necessarily oh, specifically yeah. assholes, but it's asshole adjacent. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. I want that right? so much, especially if you're going to a concert venue where it's just a flat floor, and yeah. you're like, yes. and we're in the back. That should be considered. Well, and like just being female at shows, like right. there's always that tall dude in front yeah. of you, which yeah. is which. Well, and I'm a relatively tall woman. I'm on the right. tall side of average. I'm five foot seven. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. many, many women who are very good friends of mine who are in the five two or yeah. less range. Yeah, I have no. They just go to listen. They can't see. Yeah, no, no you end up just like peering like under somebody's elbow or something. Right. And, yeah, and that's that's how that works. So, so those are my that's yeah, my bucket. That's that's what I'm what I'm picturing for that basically <laughs> is a venue that base that has, yeah, like a floor that is just that has these pits in it yeah. that are just kind of like gently sloped and they are there to put the tall person in. Mm-hmm. So that you know, like and yes. you get kind of a gradient. So like, you know, like you and then you know, like the yeah, the, the yeah. tall people just stand in there and then everybody the whole place is kind of like a you know at a uniform height more or less. Mm-hmm. I like this. That's that's what I'm there. You know, I would love that. I would just like one venue to do it, mm-hmm. and yeah. then like just see the plaudits that roll in, and then just kind of like make mm-hmm. that just a, a just a wave that goes across the country. Yep. Well, and see, I like the idea of it being tall person pits as opposed to short person stools mm-hmm. because you know what happens is the tall assholes stand on the on short stool. person stools to mm-hmm. get taller. Yeah. Whereas if there are pits, then it's like no That's one's going to stand in the pit unless they can. <laughs> exactly. So we like this. I like this. The last couple of shows I've been to, I've had mm-hmm. this thing where I was like, you know, I pushed the front and, you know, got a good spot. And then, like, right before the show starts, some tall dude just slides in right in front of me. And I'm like, <laughs> all of those noises. Yeah, I had to make noises through the whole show and no one could hear me because there was music. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, big fan of that. Yes. And also just generally fewer assholes. Yeah, I. Uh, well, is yeah. there anything in the notes field for city to city douchebag constant? I think so. Um, the 
it's funny. It's funny using somebody else's laptop because it this feels backwards to me, but it's not. Oh, um, right. Yeah, and I probably <laughs> switched it from the way that it was, which felt backwards to me. Oh, good. So. <laughs> um, the notes just say, does such a thing exist? Is is it possible that the same number of I think that's where I was going? Yeah. yeah, is that like from between like say New York and San Francisco? Right. Is the proportion of douchebags the same? Are there more of them here or there? Well, see, that's a that's a good question, and I've actually had similar types of conversations because New York City. I used to live in New York City. I used to specifically live in Manhattan. Mm. And New York City, which is inclusive of the five boroughs, is about 8 million people. Right. Inclusive of the greater New York area is closer to 15 million. Right. The San Francisco proper is now close to 800,000, which is a tenth the size. Totally. Yeah. So obviously raw numbers don't do it, but percentage Sure. Exactly. And so... Douchebags per capita. Right. (laughs) But I've thought this about a lot of things, like like when you're considering homelessness, Mm. like okay, well, climate has a lot to do with that. It's easier to be homeless in California than in New York, yada, yada, yada. But just on a percentage basis, what was the homelessness? Like, how do they compare? Indeed. So, so the douchebag constant I'm super into, and I would like to know, I would like like a thrillist type of thing where they just like rank the cities by douchebag constant so I can know where not to live. I, well, I would love, yeah, no, 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 I, I would love to see some, some populated, like some actual research that goes into this because like, I, we'd have to, I think this is a, a problem for like some ethnographers, right? Because we would need yeah. to, I kind of, I, I know a douchebag when I see one, but I need like a set of criteria for a, a Yeah, exactly. Like you have to start by defining douchebag. Yeah. Right. And I feel like that definition might be different based on what city. Yes. Oh, fuck. It may also be right? different based on what your background is. Shit. Yeah, so, like, I mean, like an what's Atlanta your... douchebag may be kind of different from... A Miami like, one or a Or a St. Louis one. one or a San Francisco right. one. God. Yeah, but like... But it's the same thing. Like, once you're there for a while and you know the landscape, you're like, oh, that is a douchebag. <laughs> so we would have to we have to register local agents in each city mm-hmm. and then get them to, like, somehow take the survey. Like, yeah. and, and I, I mean, like, to perform the survey. Like, right, to go, yeah. and, go and, like, scat it out. And then kind of, like, we could get a report of douchebags. So, yeah. This I do kind of want to, like, <laughs> knock on people's doors. And then, uh, good evening, uh, douchebag census. <laughs> Do you have a moment to spare? <laughs> I believe that we have actually reached that point of the podcast where we give a terrible recommendation or showcase an idea from our guest or perhaps guest co-host. Does anybody have a terrible recommendation or an idea that they would like to give to the world? I do not currently have one. I have I have one that is going to be uh, controversial because mm-hmm. again, I mean, you know, it's it's a terrible recommendation, but it's also kind of a, a secretly good one. I don't know, and that is, and I say this as a as well, as we all in this room, and possibly those of you listening, know a giant Star Trek fan. I'm going to say it: you should fucking watch the Orville. Oh, you should. That's true. I'm That's just, I'm just putting this out there. I think that it is actually at about season two TNG quality. It is. It's not great. But it's also not awful. And I say this as a person who fucking hates Family Guy and American Cat. <laughs> like, I consider them to be crimes against culture. But honestly, there's not a whole lot of that, like, misogynistic terribleness in the yeah. Orville. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. Little. 
No, of course. <laughs> but, but not to the same extent as there is in his animated shows. Sure. Okay. Yes, um, it is somewhat muted. Yeah. Somewhat. That and, like, you know, uh, it, it, uh, you know, the women characters are often given something interesting to do. Hooray! <laughs> I mean, like, you know, there's, there's like, two episodes in one season devoted to just one female character's character growth, which is, like... I thought that was interesting. They don't put any of the ladies in sexy cat suits, which is not, that is not a bar that any Trek show has ever cleared. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> yep. Okay, then. Um, so that's, that's all. That's all I'm going to say. It is definitely not without its problems, but uh, it is also not the pinnacle of awfulness that you may have heard otherwise. Uh, and, you know. It is rather enjoyable to watch, though. It's kind of one of those, like, turn your brain off and just sit back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I think my friend Andy described it a long time ago as, like, it's comfort food for Star Trek fans. It's there you just go. like, it's there, you can watch it, it's great, it's not groundbreaking, but, like, it's better yeah. than nothing. But it's also yes. new, it's like a new flavor. Yes, exactly, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. All right. Um, let's talk about where we can all be found on the internet. Uh, I am. Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, thanks to my friend, uh, she's uh, Jen. You've heard her um, as a guest host before. She's Jennifer Marie on Twitter. Uh, thanks to her, my entire deal has been streamlined. Just go to flavor.country to see all of my social presences and the stuff that I make, which includes my Twitter, Instagram, and newsletter. Damn, I need to. That's fancy. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's just I set up a redirect to go to a particular Tumblr page. <laughs> that's, that's rad. <laughs> I streamline my stuff by only being on Instagram. <laughs> but I'm on there as Enthusiosity if you want to find me. Excellent. Love it. Um, I'm also on Instagram as ERS Photos um, and on almost all other social media as Emily R. Spear, S P E E R. This podcast is available pretty much anywhere you listen to them Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Whatever platform you're using, consider leaving us a nice review or rating as it helps more people discover us and increases the chance of one of the ideas you've just heard actually being picked up by somebody out there. Please do it, because we could use the visibility. You know how it is these days, algorithms, stars, all that stuff. Uh, Thank you. And again, uh, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and run with it. I just want credit. I want to cut. Do-do. Do-do. Do-do.